Hi, this is Jack. Before we dive into the craziness that is AirVenture Oshkosh 2017, here's one last UCAP daily from April's Sun and Fun Fly-In. UCAP AirCav member Jim G went wandering around the fly-in one day and talked with four very different attendees. Let's hear what they had to say. Welcome, folks, to Uncontrolled Airspace, the general aviation podcast. This is episode 427, Golf. This is pilot Jim G coming to you from Sun and Fun 2017 in Lakeland, Florida. I had the chance to talk with a few very interesting people at Sun and Fun and thought you'd like to hear the interviews. First, we spoke with Audrey Keck from Ottumwa, Iowa, about an event she's organizing in August of 2017, and she'd like us all to visit Ottumwa. Then I had the chance to meet Danny Glisham, a very well-known airshow announcer. I spoke with Patrick Stitz, a big airshow fan, and you'll be jealous when you hear what he has to say about his experiences with the Blue Angels. Finally, I met Peter Mueller from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Peter has organized a nonprofit charitable organization to help teenagers who have lost their way find their goals and purpose in life through aviation, a very worthy cause indeed. So let's listen. This is Pilot Jim G for the Uncontrolled Airspace Podcast, talking to you from the flight line right by the show announcer stand at Sun and Fun 2017. I'm talking with one of the Archangels from Iowa. Yes, that is me, Audrey Keck. Audrey is here to, are you here just to enjoy the show? Did you fly in? Did you drive in? How'd you get here? I flew in. I'm enjoying the show and we're picking up vendors and just seeing what it's all about. And we're doing Fly Iowa in 2017. We're going to get every vendor we can to come to Otumwa and we're going to have a great time. Otumwa, Iowa. And that's in coming up in August, right? Yes. August 22nd through the 27th. Have you, is this a new show or is this an ongoing event? We've had a yearly event, but this is the first time we've hosted Fly Iowa, which is a big deal. They chose our airport because we're just amazing. And we're inviting everybody from all over. Davenport does not have an air show anymore, so we're trying to get all the Davenport people to come down to see us. It's going to be wonderful. Cool. So all the folks who fly around to... Um, Oshkosh in July, they should consider consider coming on down to Ottumwa in August. It's not that far, is it, from uh, Wisconsin down to Iowa? It's really not that far, and our fuel prices are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a reason to go. <laughs> we do. We're green on the on flight flight aware. We're green. We have the lowest prices around, so we get a lot of traffic to get fuel, and it's a great little stop. Free hot dogs, popcorn, candy. And big smiles. <laughs> I can't think of a better reason to stop there. That sounds terrific. It is. It's great. You'll love it. All right. Hey, thanks for talking with the Uncontrolled Airspace Podcast. It's so nice to meet you. It was very nice meeting you. You guys fly safely and have fun. This is Pilot Jim G with the Uncontrolled Airspace Podcast, coming to you from the announcer stand at Sun and Fun 2017, where I've had the good fortune to run into Danny Glisham of Living Legends of Aviation. Danny, good to meet you. I've, we've never met before, but we've heard a lot about you. And I've heard about your podcast as well, and I'm so fired up to be here. Thanks for all that you do, Jim. This is just a treat. As your uh, listeners know, your podcast people know, it is a beautiful week here at Sun and Fun, and the skies are so blue, and the airplanes are so great. They look good. They sound good. The crowds are happy. The crowds are cooled down. The little kids are happy. The big kids are happy. Big kids like you and I. Oh, it's, it's, it's a, 
It's, it's, it's a party and we get to play with toys. It is. That's right. It's an adult and child party. There's a lot of education. There's a lot of entertainment. There's a lot of things to see and do in the air and on the ground. And I have been the biggest kid in the world out here this week. I have seen things on the ground in the exhibit buildings, in the antique airplane section, in the warbird section. And today there's a car show and I'm kind of a car guy. I'm going to go down and watch the, see the, the great cars, the hot rods. And, and occasionally you get a better vantage point than all the rest of us, don't you? Well, yeah, but I got to work for that. <laughs> yeah, you got to put in some time. I, I announce our shows and I have for well over 50 years and I'm proud to be doing a part here at this uh, great Sun and Fun, this great uh, 43rd annual Sun and Fun. It's put together by so many great volunteers and it benefits families. I mean, this is a family affair and if there's ever inspiration for a family on how to grow up and how to be something, how to, how to be something in your life, all these people, these pilots will inspire you, these manufacturers, these inventors. And it's so courteous to families. I mean, they're so nice to each other. And the little kids get special attention. And the pilots give them autographs. And it's just a wonderful American environment. And we invite people from all over the world to be here each and every year in the great state of Florida. The state of and, the, and the event, and we've been successful because the event has been growing. The crowds have been growing. We see this is, I understand, one of the best years we've had ever here at Sun and Fun. By all means, yeah. It, you know, they don't rest on their laurels here at Sun and Fun. They improve year after year after year. And it shows, man. It is just so user-friendly. So much fun. You just get inspiration from it. It's it's just the neatest thing in the world. Absolutely. How long have you been coming to Sun and Fun? Off and on for about 20 years. I, I came here initially to race airplanes, and then I came back as a team announcer for the Red Baron Squadron team. And uh, and now I'm back working for Gene Susie this week, who's sponsored by Piedmont Airlines. And he's going to fly tonight Great. at the nighttime show and then tomorrow during the day again. And he's, uh, he's uh, probably the, one of the most famous, most uh, awards, accolades, and honors airshow pilot that has so, ever been. They call him Mr. Airshow. Mr. Air, yep. Yeah. It's certainly a household name for those who attend airshows. Yeah. And he's still a kid. You know, he said, how can you do, how can a guy do this all his life? He's still a young man. He probably weighs as much as he did in high school. He, he's tall and thin. He's got so much enthusiasm. I don't know how he does it, but he continues to do it. And he has garnered every award in the world. And uh, we're going to have to invent an award just to give him another award because he's got all the ones in the past. Oh, uh, well, wait, before we do that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's with his wing-walking partner, Teresa Stokes. They have been a team for 29 consecutive years. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So she's with them. They're signing autographs right now at the, at the Piedmont booth in building Charlie 18. They'll do it again at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Gene will fly tonight. Under cover of darkness, loaded down with pyrotechnics, and then tomorrow during the day he'll have the show cat out. I was out here for the Wednesday night air show, and that was just a great time. A little smaller crowd on the Wednesday night, a little more intimate, a little cozy feel, but the, the uh, pyrotechnics were terrific. You know, who, who decided we should fly around in the dark with explosives strapped to our airplanes, right? <laughs> I don't know who did it, but they should get an award because we know the crowds love it. They come out in droves. It's cool, it's relaxing, they can sit down and watch the show and uh, you're, you're rested up you've had dinner you've had a little uh, relaxation and a break and then you come out for the nighttime show and we blow the joint up for gosh sakes it's just explosions here and there and a wall of fire and pyro streaming off of aircraft it's just great american fun and it's here at sun and fun 
I appreciate your work with Gene and your uh, the enthusiasm you lend to the event and the time you spent with the Uncontrolled Airspace podcast. And I know you got a busy day, but I just want to thank you again for taking a few minutes to stop and talk with us. Jim, it's been a pleasure, and we appreciate all you folks do to get the word out to to the public. Your your uh, efforts are very much appreciated. You're a real thank, pro. Thank thanks you, so much. Thank you, Jim. This is Pilot Jim G for the Uncontrolled Airspace Podcast. I'm here on the flight line, and I've just been talking with... Patrick Stitz, J- Jacksonville, Florida. Patrick's come in here, and he's very happy. He's got his wife and young son, whose name is... Say, William. William. Hi, William. Uh, have, is this your first time at Sun and Fun? No, it's not. This is our uh, fourth time. And you have a, you all have big smiles on your faces, so you're obviously enjoying it so far. Yes, we are. We're uh, enjoying it so much. Uh, we love coming to this place, coming to the air show. Uh, it just gives us a time to enjoy enjoy the blue skies. Are you a pilot? No. I wish I was a pilot, but no. Are you Are you going to be a pilot someday? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, there we go. Another recruit in the making. So, what have you been lo- What have you been looking at today? And out- well, I guess I should ask you: Is this your first day, or have you been here all week? No, this is our first day. We come for the uh, for the big act, which is the uh, Blue Angels. Uh, I got to fly with them actually back in 2011. Whoa! Uh, at um, NAS Jacksonville, got to fly with uh, at the time Lieutenant Dave Tickle, Blue Angel Seven. And that was a thrill of a lifetime, and I just, uh, words cannot express what I experienced that day. You have bragging rights around here, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, also, too, I was able to get the chance to ride back in 2010 with the uh, C-130 Fat Albert. Oh. So we are, we are in awe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, uh, those guys are crazy. Uh, those that that Marine Corps unit is crazy with that plane. Uh, I totally understand why that plane's in the shop right now because he or she gets uh, she, she gets handled pretty well. I can tell you that right now. But uh, it was a it's it's an honor anytime you get to uh, be selected to fly um, in one of those uh, aircrafts because because of the um, limited time that they have. Yep, absolutely. They move through on assignment for two years, I believe it is, and then on to the next. Um, but they sure do love that assignment because it gets them out in front of the public, and uh, they get to be role models, and we all admire their work. What, what else have you been looking at while you've been walking around today? Uh, just been seeing the uh, the old time planes. You know, the planes that uh, the P fifty ones that are here, the the uh, P forties, uh, the F eighteens. The difference between you know history. You know, basically when you come here, you are a part of history. Walking through and seeing these planes that flew over the skies back in the war-torn Europe front of World War II and in the Pacific front, and you just realize how much uh, we're blessed here in the good old United States of America with uh, with the firepower that we have, that uh, we can go anywhere in the world and uh, take care of business. Exactly, exactly. So you're, besides the Blue Angels, which of course will be the highlight of the afternoon air show today, are you looking forward to any of the other acts in particular? Uh, actually, the Harrier. The that's a that's a pretty neat plane, and from what I heard, he's a it's a civilian act. So uh, I would love love to see that. Uh, that's a that's a pretty cool plane. It's a very loud and very cool demonstration. When he you know he backs up in that demo. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's totally cool. This is the first time that I get to see him. Uh, we get to see the uh, the the Sky Typers. Uh, they're they're pretty cool. They're always at every show that yeah uh, they've been here. So uh, we all- yeah, we just. 
just looking forward to it. Fantastic. Hey, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to talk with our show. No problem, and uh, God bless USA. Thanks so much. Bye now. Thank you. This is Pilot Jim G for the Uncontrolled Airspace Podcast, coming to you from underneath the announcer's stand. I'm talking with Peter from Beacon 14 for Teens. Hi, Peter. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. How are you, Jim? I am having a great time because this is sun and fun, and we get to be around airplanes and nice people like you, and it's just a blast. Thank you. Thank you. We enjoy it here. I'm here, the, I think, the eighth year in a row, and I had joined uh, Oshkosh as well, but I love sun and fun. I live close in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, perfect. So it doesn't take you long to get over here, and um, do you come any other time of the year besides the big fly-in? Uh, no, but I... Uh, frequently compete in Sebring in an aerobatic contest. Very nice. Kind of closed. Exactly. What have you been looking at as you walk around? What's what? What's the what thing that you've seen? What have you seen that strikes you this year that you would remember? All the new uh, on the light aircraft. Interesting. Gyrocopters. Oh yeah. Um, and of course the aerobatic tent. Yeah, the aerobatic, dis um, I love looking at the aerobatic airplanes. Uh, they're just so neat looking. And as you as an aerobatic performer must love that. Um, yeah, I have flown air shows in my past, uh, but lately I only compete. And I dedicate my flying skills and my time, my free time, to help foster teenager kids uh, find their goal in life. And that's Beacon 14, which I see you and your friends with a t-shirt, Beacon for Teens. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Beacon for Teens is, uh, we spell it Beacon 14S, and when you spell it out, it's Beacon for Teens, which means a beacon for teenager. And a beacon is an orientation for us pilots and as well as for the boaters. And we change lives. As you can see on that logo, we change the direction of some kids. Um, unfortunately, when teenager foster kids get out of the system, they kind of drop in a hole. They meet either uh, the police or then they meet a gang member. And um, basically, and, uh, life yeah, is gangs give them the sense of membership that they don't otherwise have. Correct. So I found uh, with my activities at the airport that young people are very attracted, especially to aerobatic airplanes. And what we are trying to do is get uh, foster teenager before they get out of the system in the airport environment, especially in the sport aviation environment. So when we bring them on the other side of the fence, I call it, uh, they realize immediately without hammering it into, a, into their brain, that with discipline we can have a lot of fun and they normally as associate discipline with not having fun and all you know it's all regulated and as soon as we pass through the gate and they see these beautiful airplanes and see a lot of people which are not even pilots uh, they have some goals in mind right after the the visit to the airport that they can aim for it could be mechanics it could be electronics it could be a pilot and that's what we try to do, we have, uh, let's say, a busload of kids with 20 kids we had last time. Two or three always ask, uh, hey, how does this work? How does that work? And these are the people we 
are aiming for to rescue. And this is a perfect place to bring them because Sun and Fun, this event, raises money for education. The Sun and Fun educational programs uh, cover t uh, junior high school, high school and college, and maybe some of the teens you work with will someday be in the Sun and Fun programs, it's possible, but they're learning about av aviation through education, and so it's a very good fit between your organization and Sun and Fun. Yeah, a lot of these kids, unfortunately, never ever anybody showed them anything, what they could aim for. Um, unfortunately, some families um, do it basically for the money. And these children, they are never getting out somewhere where they can find a profession or something what they are really interested in. They don't take them to get out on a boat or get out to an airport or do something or show them interesting people or occupations. It also teaches them about responsibility because as a, if they're a pilot, especially as a pilot, <clears throat> you, are, you are at a level of responsibility that no other teenager is at, right? Yeah, I'd, uh, we are based in, um, at the North Perry Airport in Fort Lauderdale, and the flight school are working with us, especially at and Flight School. They, uh, when we have kids over there, they give us like five, six airplanes on static display, and they have a pilot to associated with each airplane, so the kids get in there, and they get to know about the controls and can ask the pilot what they do. We have the banner towers there, and then we drive them up to the uh, park at the Everglades, and I do a little air show for them in the pits, what they could before, and they visit, touch, and sit in the cockpit. And then we wait for their questions, and that's when we can start our our journey and I have made a little brochure and I I tell him we are doing a, a flight plan we as a pilot and if we are not staying on the on our flight plan we are ending up in the Everglades or in the ocean which is obviously not so good right we need a rescue well that's the same what happened with their life they are on a certain point and we need something to aim for and if they stay on that course we they're gonna get there and if they don't, on, on my graph here, it's when I do a speech, I show here alcohol, porn, whatever destruction they could have, they end up in the wrong way. So we do a flight plan for the fosters. That's my, my goal, at least to rescue one or two per year. Unfortunately, my pockets are not so deep, so I can only do one or two a year myself. It doesn't matter that even to do one, if you could turn one life around and get them in the right direction, that's a big... Um, contribution yeah these kids they associate uh, like I said uh, discipline they cannot have fun but as soon as they walk through the gate and they see the airplanes they understand right away they cannot just walk over the runway because it's dangerous for them and for other people as well well Peter this is so when you come to Sun and Fun you're having a good time but you're doing something good and that's just tremendous and um, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to speak with our group here at the Uncontrolled Airspace podcast. And any, uh, any thoughts you'd like to leave us with? Yeah, we have a website. You can check us out. And we would like you to uh, spread the message. We are a non-for-profit. We try to uh, actually avoid more criminals from these kids and put them on the right way. The website is www.beacon14s.org so you can't get any more information or if you have an event you want us to join or you want us to give a little speech to the kids we are happy to do that that's fantastic thank you so much it was a pleasure to meet you thank you